This podcast stands out as it is reliable and honest. The guys, Adam and Harry, who host the show are easy to listen to and make every topic interesting. As someone who is about to start my own business venture within a corporate, I wanted to say thanks for the show as it forces people like me to take action or unsubscribe. Fist bump emoji. Who left that review? By Roller London. And guys, if you haven't left us that five-star review yet, that's the one ask that we always make on the show. It motivates me and Harry. But on that note, this is a Friday episode, so we're going to do a recap. I'm going to throw three topics over to the main man himself. Let's get into it. Hey, guys, and welcome to episode 243 of The Startup Diary. I'm with my lovely co-host, Adam Callum. Everybody, Harry, I feel like you haven't had a coffee yet this morning. I've had a coffee. I always have a coffee in the morning. Before you get into work? Yeah, every oh, morning. Oh, really? I always have breakfast and a coffee. Don't leave that house until I've eaten. I, you know what I'm like with eating. I haven't eaten. That's not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> as long as I'm fed. As long as Harry's got food in his belly. I would much rather... Like, I don't want to ever get on the mics with you if you haven't been. I know what it can be like when you're a bit sassy in the morning. Harry, it's a Friday show. Which means I send you... Send you. Send you. <laughs> <laughs> it means I give you three topics that I've been thinking about, stood out from the week when I reviewed the calendar. It's our way of sort of having a recap of what's happening here at Expert Trades. I give you one line for each topic. You pick the one you want to dig into and then we'll just see where it goes from there. I Fire just- away. And for those of you that haven't heard this format before, if Harry wants to know an extra bit of information, mm. he has one wild card. He can ask one extra line about any one of the three topics. You ready? <clears throat> Number one. Oh, this sounds like Snoozeville. <laughs> I can th- see you reading that. This though, sounds so. like Snoozeville when I read it back to myself. Anyway, it's, it's interesting. Here it's important. <clears throat> What is cohort analysis and why it's important for all businesses? You <laughs> <laughs> hold a yawn back. <laughs> he literally yawned halfway through that sentence. <clears throat> I'll repeat that to you again, okay? Cohort analysis. What is cohort analysis and why it's important for all businesses? Number two. How I use the urgent, not urgent matrix. Number three. My process for writing a compelling talk that inspires people to take action. Holding the yawns back this morning. Um, I'm going to go with, um, because I feel like I kind of know. So the cohort thing, I feel like we could probably get into another day. I want to know because I feel like it was raised probably last week or so. Yep. I want to go with number two, numero dos, the big deal, not a big deal, Basically, yes. Matrix. <clears throat> cool, let's get into that. So, and guys, if, if this is a new sort of style show for you, then this is what we're doing right now. And it's not really a high impact, let's get into the topic. It's me and Harry talking this through, so it's more of a recap. Sort of looking back over my diary from mm. the previous week is how I tackle this. So I add some salt and pepper into the show. <laughs> <laughs> we're in a weird mood this morning, aren't we? Maybe so, I am hungry. <laughs> maybe you are. So... We actually had a listener question. I'm not sure whether it's gone live yet or not. You'll be able to let me know. Asking sort of, do I journal? Or how do I think about journaling? That's probably due to go live this week is my guess. Yes. What's the date today? It's 5th, 5th. of November. Yeah, it goes live on Wednesday. Okay. So 
the previous episode although, to this. Although, when yeah. This isn't live. Harry. So on Wednesday, you'll have heard. About journaling. Do you journal? So good bro. timing. Cool. This has worked out well. So as part of that, I started to journal. And I told everyone in that show I was going to go and treat myself to a new Moleskine notepad. Moleskine. And then, by the way, if anyone knows how you actually pronounce that, Moleskine. It's Moleskine. Moleskine. It can't, it's got it's an the E on the end. skin of a mole. It's got an E on the end. It can't of be. Of mole. Moleskine. The What? <laughs> the brand is M-O-L-E-S-K-I-N-E. By the way, this episode Silent. is not sponsored by Moleskine, but it could be if you guys reached out. Anyway, I spend so much on their notepads. I treat myself to a new notepad and then I'm using it to journal. So front of the notepad is a process which I follow, which is uh, review the week, make my notes. The second page is <clears throat> all about making actions that I need to follow. And then I was trying to work out a way to prioritize those actions because we actually put something in a comment recently in one of the podcasts, which was if you don't prioritize your own life, someone else will do it for you. So what I decided to do is have a look at, around for different ways to prioritize my workload. Yep. Came across this matrix, which I absolutely fell in love with. Where did and, you find that? Uh, Google. Yeah, just Google. You, I was. What were you Googling? I was trying to work out... Um, <laughs> How to prioritize my week. <laughs> no, no, so kind of actually. I feel um, like I've also heard... Uh, shout out to Jamie Fisher. I feel like Jamie Fisher's also mentioned uh, a matrix of some kind. Yeah, Jamie, Jamie Fisher... Um, so, uh, Jamie Fisher, client, friend, person. Um, beard. <laughs> beard. <laughs> um, he's a, <clears throat> his is a circles of influence predominantly, which is uh, what's, and I'm going to butcher this, he's going to come into it when he listens to this episode, he's going to come he's in and just punch me in the face. <laughs> Why were you not listening? Um, it's the idea of uh, what what's important and what you can influence. Mm, yeah, and where the two yeah. things overlap is what you should care about right now. Because if, if you... If you can't influence a decision on something, you shouldn't be worrying about it. Mm. Um, so this is so I, there was actually the, this matrix stood out for me in a Google search as a picture because I remember being at W H Smiths at an airport one day, and there's a little book in W H Smiths which is like it's like a little black book, and it's just got pictures in it of like matrix. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the children's aisle <laughs> <laughs> of just uh, matrices and diagrams and um, ways that businesses put hard ideas. Mm. and bit lots of information on a single piece of paper and if anyone's in the UK go see the with you'll find the book it's e got Paw Patrol on it <laughs> <laughs> I got a pack of stickers in it uh, no so so when I saw it I was like oh, I've seen that before so then I dug a little bit deeper into it so I'll try and explain this one to the listeners so the idea of this is is when you've got a list of work that you need to get done and whether it's a fixed moment in time that you want to just prioritize everything you've got in your work. I actually use this weekly now. I say it as if I've been doing it for a while. I've done it for two weeks. <laughs> but that's, I'm, I'm, I'm greeting the groove, as you would say. I'm getting into consistency. So if you imagine a grid, a two-by-two two grid, okay? So on a piece of paper, draw. If you're listening to this show right now and you're actually by a desk and you're not driving. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or pull over the van. Pull over. Um Draw a two by two grid. Is that clear what that is? I don't think so, no. If you draw an x-axis and then a y-axis perfectly in the middle of that x line, it's just a plus sign. It's basically. a plus sign. It's we'll a go plus with that. Sign. So draw a plus <laughs> sign. And what you're going to end up with is four quadrants, four different boxes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So on the top row, 
What you need to do, I glance down then because I was just making sure that I was getting this the right way around, the way that I'm doing it. On the top, above the two top boxes, on the above the top left, put the word urgent. Mm-hmm. And above the top right, put the word not urgent. So you're labeling the zones. You're labeling those zones. Those two columns mm-hmm. now labeled. Now on the left-hand side, yep. what you need to do is put the word important. Up on the top left. On the top left box. Yep. And on the bottom left box, on the side, yep. put the words not important. Okay? Mm-hmm. So what you're going to end up with is four boxes. Top left-hand corner is a zone which is technically classed as zone one because it's urgent and important. It sits in that box. Mm-hmm. So you can end up with this field that looks like urgent and important, zone one, top, top left. left. Top right, not urgent, but important. Mm-hmm. Bottom left, urgent and not important. And then bottom right, not urgent, not important. So for me, that was a really clear way to sort of identify all the tasks that I've got in my list. So what my process was is I made a huge list of stuff that I needed to get done. I then put a number next to each one in those lists. Yep, so you labeled it. So I labeled them, and then I took those numbers and then put them into this matrix. And the way you need to work on this matrix is, we know what it looks like now, but inside those boxes, you need to add these labels. This is super important because it actually it tells you what to do with the stuff you put in the box. Because you think you just need to do it all. You don't. This is the thing that I loved about this sort of theory behind this matrix mm-hmm. is as founder CEO of the company, I should be working on stuff that's urgent and important mm-hmm. because it's high impact to the business. And let's just define those two things. So yeah, I was gonna, I was going to ask, I feel like you're going to get there, but how are you defining whether something is urgent and important? So... Or- important but not urgent is that just based on deadlines like what's not urgent and not important surely you just don't do those things ever exactly it's we'll get into that in life (laughs) but the the key thing is is to think urgent stuff is based on deadlines it's just a time frame yep the way you have to and you have your own scale of important the way that i think about important and this is just my way of thinking and people can disagree is will it have a high impact on the business yep or if I don't do it, will it negatively affect the business in a significant way? So it's like each end of the spectrum and not in the middle, okay? So yeah. if it sits in the middle of that spectrum in terms of, it will basically send the company bankrupt if I don't do it or we'll lose a client, or I could potentially win a 50K new project, super important to do. Each end of that spectrum, I class as important. In the middle, I don't class it as important because it's, mm-hmm. it's not high impact stuff. And that doesn't mean it doesn't need to be done. It just means it doesn't need to be done by me. And that's the way that this is important for me. And I've so got- So you a- use that second graph to calculate <laughs> whether it fits in this graph. <laughs> yes, exactly. In, in your yes, mind. In my in mind, mind, 100%. So I've got this like spectrum across and like yeah. negatively high impact, positively high impact. I need to be working on those two things. If it sits in the middle, it goes to someone else. Yep. So <clears throat> urgent and important, top left, box one, that's the stuff that in that box I've got the word written, do. So everything that fits into that box just needs to be done because it's urgent and important, which means it's got a close deadline and it's gonna have a big impact on the business either positively or negatively if it doesn't get done. Make sense? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> cool. Box two, top right-hand corner, 
not urgent, but, but important. important. You have to plan it. Okay? So that stuff is important to the business, but you don't need to do it now. So eventually that's going to come into the urgent column. You with me? Mm-hmm. Because right now this thing could be super important. It's a client deadline. It's a client proposal, but the client's away and they want to come and see us when the budget's up for renewal in four months' time. So what I do, I go, okay, that's that's important to the business, but it's not urgent. So what? how can I put that into a box that makes me think I actually need to do this, but I don't need to do it now so I can plan for it so it doesn't all of a sudden end up on my desk with one week to go. Mm. So that's the stuff that you plan. Okay. This could be a tremendously boring episode, but it's super helpful. When you for say me. planning, though, are you uh, are you taking time? Is that is is planning? Is that do you mean you're just going to plan to do that in the future, or do you mean that you need a pl- you need a session on the planning stage of that so that when you come around to the week in review and when it's like we're having that meeting now, you've got plan. You've already had the planning session, so you have got your notes to hit the ground running. No, for me, what this is, it's. This proposal that I need to do for this potential client in four months' time is important, not urgent, so I need to plan for it, which means I'm going to put time in my calendar now so I do the work so it doesn't fall into lastminute.com urgent and I'm on a very tight deadline. Mm. It means that when I look at this matrix, I go, okay, I need to plan that stuff. When's it due? Four months' time. Okay, in two months' time, block half a day off in the calendar and do that work. Okay, so you're not... (laughs) <laughs> so you, what this is not doing is just feeding things that are not urgent back to the top for next week's review. No. You are still actioning everything that needs to be done. 100%. Because and the action might just be book in time to do this task in two weeks. Really, really good point. What you're not doing is just circulating stuff that is not urgent. If it's urgent and important, you do it, and everything else just sort of filters down the list back to yeah. the top, and you so no. The idea of this is you create a to-do list, and off the back of this list, it has an action to do that mm. week. So that's the planning session. So the idea of that is it will never become a last-minute issue for me because I've found the time, put it in my calendar, mm-hmm. and it's all about prioritization because now on Tuesday in two months' time, when someone goes, oh, do you want to come and do this thing? I go, no, because I've got this thing that I've got to do for a client that's due in two months. Make sense? Yep. Cool. Bottom left-hand corner, which is urgent and not important. So it needs to get done and it's on a tight deadline, but I don't need to do it because it's not a high impact area, but it still needs to get done in the Mm. business. So you delegate this. So this is where I've got a team and stuff that sometimes potentially doesn't get done within our team, we delegate to freelancers. This is the stuff that I shouldn't be doing, but it needs to get done. So I need to, when I do my to-do list, I put it into that box and I go, okay, who is going to be responsible for this? So my action once I've done this is I then send them an email and say, there's this thing that I need doing this week, very clear, X, Y, and Z, please email me at the end of the week when it's completed so I can tick it off my list. Mm-hmm. Delegation stuff. Make sense? Yep. Last one, not urgent, to get to your point earlier, not urgent, not important, eliminate. As in, just don't do the task. <laughs> As in, just don't do the task. And the reason this is super important to put on there and people are thinking, well, why is it on your to-do list anyway? Is because things float onto your to-do list because they're in your inbox and you just add them to a list. And at the point in time, you might think they're urgent or you might think they're important. And the key thing for me is I do this on a Sunday night when I'm not getting hounded by everybody, members, team, clients, all that stuff. I do this in my own time where I can think straight and actually say, is this high impact? Is this urgent? And if it fits into that box four, I just don't do it. That's the matrix that I'm using. 
does all that make sense? Because it's hard to convey this on a podcast. Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me was that it's the fact that you are actioning things and you're booking stuff in the calendar as opposed to things that are not important or not urgent and they're not coming back into this process every week on week until you do it because it's urgent and important. Yes, exactly. That, that's the biggest thing that I've taken away from that. Yeah. Because, uh, because otherwise you have, a, it's basically, otherwise it's a glorified to-do list where you keep checking off some of the things that they're easier to do probably. And yep. then what happens is you've got a stack of four or five tasks that need to be done by Friday. Exactly. And and the key thing is for me on this is it's one, the actions that I take every week, but two, it's this mindset thing. I'm actually, there's a great image that I found on Google for this. I'm just going to print out and put in the office, the, the new one. It's and it's the, the Paw Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> and he brings it back full circle. Now, um, because when, when actions come in to you as either if you're a solopreneur, you, you're a one-man business, or you've got a team, your whole team needs to be under this mindset of when a task comes in, viewing it objectively, not emotionally, mm. in terms of, cool, client has got this great idea, they want to do this, da 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 where does this sit on the matrix of stuff to do F from the business's perspective? Uh, is this high impact for me or is this high impact for the client? That's the sort of stuff that I need to be aware of. Because if it's high impact for the client and not for me, we need to find a middle ground of how mm. urgent that is. And it's these internal conversations that I have with myself now when stuff hits my inbox. Yes, yeah, a, a very good point because when someone else asks you to do something for them, it's instantly the most important thing that is the highest priority that needs to be done as soon as possible. Yep. But ultimately, it's probably not the end. Like, it's not the end of the world, but the way that someone will ask you to do a task for them, it needs to have been done yesterday. Exactly. And that's that's and we can zoom into this on a micro level in terms of actually for every client we have, we could do this matrix for. So every time a job comes in, they go, actually, guys, could you just put... Could you do this Facebook ad campaign for us? We want to get in front of electricians this week for, because we've launched this product. And we go, actually, okay, well, we've got three things that are urgent and important in your workflow right now. Which one of those do you want me to replace? Because we can't keep adding stuff in. Yeah. So what I, what I try and do is I have no more than three things in my urgent and important list. Because, because so those things should be the stuff that are hard, big problems for me to tackle and I, I'm going to need a day, day and a half to do the big, the big problems in the business, the big, ugly, challenging projects. What I don't want is 50 things that are classed as urgent and important. So do you have a limit to how many things can be in urgent and important? Yeah. So do you, So when you're going through that flow and you've got, say, 10 things and you've dumped, do you dump five of them in urgent and important, go through the full list and then think, okay, I've got five in here, I need to downgrade in a, in a perfect world yes but I'm, because this is a new process for me and this might be for everyone listening you might have to do the same thing is you might have just a shit ton of things that are actually important and urgent right now so I've sort of meant but is that because that's probably because you've not been prioritizing because I haven't been prioritized okay. stuff correctly so what I'm doing now is I'm sort of going through this cleanse which mm. is like actually I ended up with like six things in my important and urgent to do last week so I nailed through those but what I'm trying to do is work my way down every week, take one off. Mm. So maximum of five, maximum of four. I want to have a maximum of three things that's sitting important and urgent. And that will really allow me to review the stuff that's coming into my to-do list and actually see, well, I've got no time to do these things. Then review my calendar and go, why? What is the stuff that I actually should have delegated <clears throat> and built a process for internally because it's taken up so mm. much of my time? Like, you know, the contract we've got with that, like the company that I have to just jump on the phone every time with. 
to, to sort yeah. of trade like that's the sort of stuff that i need to start now looking to build a process for mm. because it's taking time away from the important and urgent stuff that i should be dealing with anyway guys if you have a follow-up question for that hopefully this is it's been a bit a different show a bit more tactical if this has been interesting to you please follow up i think one of the things that we do really well on the show is the more macro level think about things in a different way i would like to zoom in a little bit further in terms of some of the day-to-day stuff that we're doing expert trades hopefully that's been helpful harrison anything else from you to wrap up the show No, I've just got Paw Patrol in my head still. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, thank you for tuning in. Now, if you haven't heard the news, we moved across from one platform across to Anchor. And if you've listened to this far of this show and you have a listener question, all you need to do is download the Anchor app, find Startup Diary, and you can click a button on there that says message. Send in a voice message to me or Harrison, whether it's a listener question, a review, whatever you want, just say hi. We want to hear from you, get your voice on the show. We are passionate about building a community around this podcast. And on that note, I just want to say a very quick thank you to Alison and Shane, who are going to be running our new Facebook group coming soon. On that note, guys, stay busy. Speak to you soon. Enjoy your weekend.